Love Madden the Podcast is now the Self-Love Podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. What it do? What it do, boo-boo? Not too much. I know episode 12. How did we get here? I'm so happy. You know, I'm getting weary at the end of the season. (laughs) You always get weary at the end of the season. Lord, I'm like, I be counting how many more do we have to do? And I said this a couple episodes, but that compounded of podcast and the um, holiday season of retail. It's been kicking my butt. And I started the season late. You know, I usually send Mm -hmm. all our details out to you like July, August, so we can start in September. And I think I did it like August. I think we started the season like the first week of October. Yeah, I think so. So So that's what got us right up on Christmas's butt. But here we are. Here we are. Christmas has come around very fast, but let's see what 2023 has for us. It's exciting. It is. Have you been like uh, looking back on your 2022? Um, I've started. You know, we talked in the last episode, or maybe the one before that, journaling, mm-hmm. um, about starting to ruminate on some of those questions. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I've started to think about what do I want my 2023 to look like? Oh, true. Right. You're doing your reflections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of those is, y'all, we we get on here and this is like the geriatric podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I got like some knee issues and I just have to like get rid of them. So I really think it's just, I need to exercise. So that's, that's how I want to be feeling in 2023. I don't want my knees to be hurting. Yeah, that's the long and the short of it is moving. Yes. Because I've also noticed stiffness. Like if I sit for a while, yes. I'm like, what is that feeling? What's that strange feeling? It's age. It's geriatrics. Yeah. So that can be one of your 2023 commitments. That is it. Move. I've, I've been looking back at 2022 in pictures and mm-hmm. um, and video and it's amazing. Kids grow a lot in a year. Oh, yeah. They, like, they just change so much. So... Um, I've been reflecting on like my own year and travel and trips and date nights, but also looking at like family pictures. And I'm like, wow, it's a, it's just been a lot of change this year. This was a a boom of a growth spurt year. Yeah. The baby is growing. Yes, indeed. All right. Um, love it. Or leave it. You want me to go first? Sure. All right. I felt like I never have a leave it. So I had to dig deep into my bag of what do I want to leave? And I had some great inspiration. My cousin and I had um, a working date and we ordered in, like we did a working lunch date and we ordered in and Mm -hmm. she was the one who did the ordering. So she Mm -hmm. used DoorDash and it was terrible. Mm. And it reminded me that I had a Dash Pass and I canceled my Dash Pass in um, favor of a Uber, Uber Eats pass, mm-hmm. and then Uber Eats became like Uber One, Uber One mm-hmm. and I love Uber One. I mean, here's what I'll say: they are always late, but every time they're late, you get five dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Are and they like 
30 minutes late or like 10 minutes late? So they'll give you like um, an estimated time and then there'll mm-hmm. be like a max time beyond that. So like let's oh, okay. say the estimated time is you'll get it by one and the max is 115. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't come by 115, so like fit more than, you know, 10, yeah, 15 minutes okay. past your max, even a minute past that max time, you get oh. $5 for the next time. Okay. And- you know, there are frequently issues with both with the, because del- it's up to the delivery person and the restaurant to make sure like everything's in the bag and everything's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And what was the last straw for me was Dash Pass told me I had exceeded the number of times that, um, you had an issue. That is not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we're sorry to hear this. However, we can't give you anything back. I mean, Wow. I'm taking pictures. I'm giving proof. It was so many times, especially like during the pandemic at the height, I think, of everyone ordering in. My mm-hmm. food was going to other people's houses. They're like, it's a picture. That's not my porch. I mean, you yeah. can take a picture of your foot. It doesn't. that. that <laughs> so after that, I was done with Dash Pass. Um, and I love Uber One. And especially for those of you who Uber, it gives you 5% off all your rides mm. um, in addition to the food delivery. So. I am leaving or I have left Dash Pass and I am team Uber One. Yeah, that I don't I actually have not explored Uber Eats in Southern Maryland. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see what that's working with. Or not. I know. I'm at the I mean, we can get everything where we yeah. are right now. And it was I was going overboard in the beginning, but now I'm back to, you know, cooking and getting cooking. in my groove. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's one thing I do miss of the city. Like you could just have RPM Italian at your door exactly. in 30 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> or more, but you'll get $5 off if they're late. <laughs> True. All right. What are you, what do you want this week? So I have a leave it as well, which oh. one of our listeners, uh, I was completely, complaining Uh on Instagram and she gladly gave me the note that I could use it for the next episodes. Leave it. So shout out to you because I appreciate that. I'm always digging and scrounging (laughs) for these love it's or leave it. Right. Um, It'd be like five minutes before I was doing something the other day and I was like, let me write. I was like, I love this. I said, let me write this down. Cause when it comes time, I cannot remember. Yeah. You just got to get a note in your phone and just, Jot it down. Running list. But anyway, um, I, at the end of last Christmas season, bought a flocked tree from at home. And that's normally what I do at the end of every season. I'll go to at home, see what type of Christmas tree deals they have. Normally the day after Christmas, they're like 50 or 60% off and I'll get one. So I got a seven foot flocked tree. I was like, oh, this is going to be beautiful. And then you were like, what the flock? Give me a little drum joint, Marcus. <laughs> it was everywhere. Everywhere. And so I had people, I posted that on Instagram. I had people coming into my uh, DMs talking about they have flock trees uh-huh. and they, but theirs didn't, wasn't shedding as much Uh-oh. as mine has shed and all these things. At home. I was like, maybe I had getting, you know, not I had gone the cheap route, right? But mm-hmm. one of the people said they got theirs from Walmart and it had, did not fl- um, shed as much. Mm. So I don't know, but the tree is up and it is beautiful. So maybe it was worth it, but mm, I don't know. It's going to be gone. I, I might try it one more time, but I don't know. Damn. Yeah, so I'm leaving 
that flock tree. Maybe in I was the future say, I'll get another flock one. Flock trees or are you leaving at home? That was my question. No, no, no. I'm not leaving at home. Because at home be <laughs> having said, no, fun. No, no, no. Yeah, don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> at home has beautiful ornaments and, you know, home decor items and things like that. But anything that has something that could potentially shed. You can't do it. I'm going to have to pass. Got you. Yeah. It's interesting that we both had to leave it because our word of the week this week is love. A word that comes and goes, but few people really know. So I was looked uh, on Twitter and I saw people were tweeting God's Property album. What album was Love on? I don't that think first that- one. That God's property was stomp. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with God's property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the one that everybody was um posting on Twitter this week. So this is timely. Well, no, it yeah. ain't gonna be timely. It ain't timely, but they y'all post, hear this. They, yesterday, it's it's dead tomorrow. Um, so yeah, the word of the week is love. The letter of the week is L. We are almost halfway through the alphabet. Glory to God. We are 12 letters in. Um, next week is going to be 13 and that's going to be our halfway mark and also our, um, season finale, season finale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this season is, um, halfway through a series that I did on the weekly word, but this season of the podcast, um, only has one more episode after today. So those of you who have been listening all season long know that I'm, I have been recapping the weekly word letters A through Z um, on the episodes and Tennille and I have been doing a deeper dive into those blog posts. So here's what I had to say um, on lovemadden.com about love. And actually a quick note, I think three episodes ago we did healing and we were like, oh, the whole point of Love Madden is healing and um, you know, the whole thing of the self-love podcast is about healing. So it's going to take us so long. And it did. It was a long episode. But honestly, all of this is back to love. It's, it's about love, <laughs> it, even more so than healing. So mm-hmm. um, Jesus be a boundary as we try to keep this within our 45 minutes. And we're already 10 minutes in. So let me start. <laughs> Genuine love requires our whole selves. It calls for synchronicity between the mind, the body, and the soul. It is more than its definition of an intense feeling and more than its description as a verb or action. Love, while romanticized as a privilege reserved for those who earn or deserve it, is a free gift from a gracious God that we should aspire to reciprocate and learn to lavish onto ourselves and others. We are not merely called but commanded to love as God loves. The first and greatest commandment is to love. And knowing who we are helps us to do that. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, created in God's divine image, and we are a temple of the Holy Spirit that resides within us. The Gospels say this about how we are called to love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And then we are commanded to love ourselves and others in just the same way. Our heart. Our heart does not describe our physical heart here, but our spiritual core. The word heart is synonymous with our passion, affection, and desire. When we say that we love God with all our heart, it means that we love with our feelings. Like the heart, our soul represents an inner part of us, separate from the physical body. 
The soul is described in the story of creation as the, quote, breath of life, which God breathed into man, bringing his physical body to life. When we love God with all our soul, we love with our being. Our mind is what enables us to understand and reason. One of the key ways to grow in our walk with God is to study his word as it transforms our minds. We love God with all our mind when we love with our thinking. And our strength is the ability that we exert in our love. It's perseverance and the relentless pursuit of better. When we overcome challenges and obstacles to love God with all our strength, we love with our doing. And while each of these aspects of how we are commanded to love, heart, soul, mind, and strength can be explored individually, it's the collective meaning that's most impactful. The idea is that we're not to love only with parts of us, but that we are called to do so with our whole selves through the totality of our feeling, being, thinking, and doing. And with that, let's dig in. Yummy. All right. The the queen of love, love Madden. <laughs> what does love mean to you? I mean, you basically just gave us a a book. But. Yeah, yeah. So we're commanded to love with our entire selves. But you know, what does that mean? A lot of times we talk about love is a verb, love is an action. It's what we do, but it's how we think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's how we exist. It's how we feel. Um, it's really all encompassing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a constant practice. Um, it's one of those things that we feel like will be kind of innate, mm-hmm. but I think through all of our inputs about what love needs to look like, we sometimes get confused um, about what it is. Um, love is service towards others. It is compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, love in some senses, um, you know, could be sacrificial um, in terms of how we show up and not just for others, but even for ourselves. Um, And I think love also has undertones of um, respect. You know, I think that those things can go hand in hand as well. So when we love God, when we love ourselves, and even when we love others, I think there's a level of respect, there's a level of reverence, and there's a level of compassion. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but um, compassion means to suffer with, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. compassion is sacrificial. It's not just, you know, chocolate and roses and candy and kind words, but compassion is, you know, being down in the trenches and do, rolling up your sleeves and doing the work, whether that's right. for yourself or um, for others. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to add to that. I, I think one of the things that I would just highlight is, um, I think we have to, we also should focus on unconditional love, mm-hmm. um, whether that's with ourselves or others. Um, so often we can place, I don't want to call it, say boundaries, but we can place conditions mm-hmm. on how much love we're going to give away. Um, it's not, it can be, you know, if, are we going to love this person at all? But it, it also is like you holding back, right? So um, you know, one of the things that I want to focus on is just loving without limits. Um, everyone doesn't deserve, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say that, but everybody does not deserve your like total free, unconditional love. But um, in the way that God has loved us, I guess maybe 
I don't know. Now I'm struggling with that. It's something of- to think about because what, how do you, how are you defining it to say everyone doesn't deserve your love? Can you have love for somebody without mm. necessarily, you know, being in relationship with that person? I, I do think there's levels to love, right? Because there's, you know, I have a general love for mankind, right? right? Yeah. And then there's, you know, people that I, like you said, I'm in relationship with, and there's mm-hmm. even levels to the people that I have relationship with and how I express my love for those individuals. Um, it, it does differ. Now, mm-hmm. is that, do I call that unconditional Probably not, because there are some conditions around it. Like, I'm not going to give the same love to the person on the street necessarily that I would give to my family members or someone that I was romantically involved with. So now you have me thinking, I need to go back and kind of think about what that definition of unconditional love is. Maybe it's 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 a different way of wording that. Yeah, and it's showing up with love, right? Mm-hmm. So like leading, yeah. I mean, you're not going to hug and kiss a stranger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you're leading with kindness. Kindness, um, yeah. You're open to forgive. Mm-hmm. Right? So if somebody steps on your toe or does something, you know, out in the street, you know, treating our neighbor, our brother, our sister with love is mm-hmm. be- extending grace, forgiveness. Yeah kindness. Um, and we don't always even interact with people, but like you said, it's that general love and respect and reverence Mm -hmm. for others, for mankind, whether they're high or low, you know, the way that you honor and show respect for another human being, or just seeing another woman, whether she is Michelle Obama or whether Mm -hmm. she is, you know, on the corner shaking her ass from for some cash, we're still saying, you know, I love you, sister. I see you, sister. I honor you. Um, and I think it's it's challenging. Like there's, you know, some people who exist in this world that really exhibit evil. And mm-hmm. so it's hard to, um, I think, kind of say we want to just put a blanket over of love over everything, but it's aspirational. Yeah. And I was just, as you were talking and I was um, thinking about like the levels of love, I mm-hmm. think it's like there's the foundation mm-hmm. and you can build upon that foundation. So even if we look at the scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Love is kind. That's a base. Love Mm -hmm. is patient. That's a base. I -hmm. I can be kind and patient to people that I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, people that I see in the street. Love does not boast. It does not envy. It Mm -hmm. is, you know, no keeper of wrongs, all those things. But I think like, even in that passage, you can see the buildup to once you start getting relationally more involved with someone, correct. The way that you how that are, manifests how is very that man- different, is very right? Different, yeah, so. the level of forgiveness that you might yeah. need to extend to um, a stranger mm-hmm. is not going to require the same amount of exertion of energy or effort or doing yeah. or being as it might for a coworker, yeah. and even more so for your partner or your parent. Yeah, right. The more deeply intertwined and enmeshed we become in our relationships with other people, Mm -hmm. um, the more weight that there is on each of those characteristics of love. Yep. But the tenants are the same. The tenants are the same. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, just like you said, the Mm -hmm. level to which you're living those out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So what role has practicing love played in your journey to healing? 
it gives me a foundation, something to come back to, like you just said, to build upon, um, you know, at minimum, um, my standard is love Mm -hmm. at minimum. I want to start with love. And I think that's really flipped my thinking on its head because before I thought that love was something that had to be earned or deserved. It was, Mm. um, it was a goal. Like once this person has achieved X, Y, Z, then they can earn my love. And this person could even be myself. Mm -hmm, Once mm -hmm. I've done this or that, then you become worthy of love. And I think for me, it's been a big transformation over my healing journey to, to, to start with love. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the minimum you, you start with loving, um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, hopefully you're able to build from that point, but that's the floor for right. me now. And I think prior to me really being intentional about my healing journey, I was taught way. everybody doesn't deserve your love mm-hmm. and everybody's not worthy of your love. And I was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. Everybody doesn't deserve mm-hmm. my love. But now I've realized that um, everybody doesn't deserve you know the same level of level of energy that yeah. I'm exerting, the same mm-hmm. level of emotional bandwidth or capacity. Everybody doesn't deserve to be on my mind all the time or spending up my resources. Mm-hmm. But I believe that all God's children deserve love, the foundational love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's a yeah. it's a redefinition and starting with self. Like yeah. you really have to love yourself in a very authentic and genuine way as a baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, because in a lot of a lot of ways we were even taught that we have to earn our own love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, once I do this or I fit this or I accomplish that, then I'm worthy. And it's yeah. that's it's unhealthy. Yeah. And I was just gonna say that I think self-love has been critical in my journey to healing. So as I um, like you said, love is, is the bare minimum and it's like nothing can go, you know, start there and then we work up. But I think there was a time in my life where love was the goal, whether Mm -hmm. that was, you know, like you said, for myself, or I was as a, you know, people pleaser and someone who sought validation, I was doing all of these things to, earn love, to be deserving of love, to feel worthy of love. And we'll talk about this the word in the next episode, but I had to shift my mindset mm-hmm. around that, right? Because at the core, God created me in love. So I'm love straight out the gate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that our... I I don't want to blame everything on our parents, but, you know, it's how we were conditioned when we first, you know, started coming into our own Mm -hmm. that, you know, that, yeah, I don't know. At least for me, um, I think there was that, like, do this and, you know, that's another kind of step to in your love journey. Not that my parents didn't love me to start, but I kind of felt like even again with myself that I had to do and be and mm-hmm. try earn and, and earn, yeah, yeah, like work for love. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. We should not have to work for anybody's love. And I feel like if you are in a situation where you feel like you are working hard for anybody's love, it's not the right place for you. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, um, like 
define love and affection as one and the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes you can be in a relationship with someone, or maybe this is you, where you love someone, but you don't have the tools to show your affection, Mm -hmm. or you have issues with communication. Mm -hmm. So it could be someone who feels like they're constantly trying to earn someone's love, whether it's their dad's love or their partner or whoever. And the person loves you unconditionally, but perhaps that person has a blockage from being affectionate or from communicating, whether it's verbal or otherwise. And I think this is when we get into the piece with love languages you know how do we re- how do we receive love mm-hmm. so sometimes people feel like they're on a hamster wheel trying to earn love you know based by doing x y and z and whole time that person loves them unconditionally um yeah. it's just they're not they're not showing it in the way that they need it to be shown to re- yeah. actually receive it and some people not showing it at all and there's yeah, work that needs true. to be done in a lot of areas and i know i've heard this with so many people with fathers in particular, Mm -hmm. just because of how society, I think, has been with men. It feels like there are so many blockages from men being able to freely show up in ways that are soft and tender Mm -hmm. and loving. Um, So then it's received as this person doesn't love or care about me. So I think it's also a level of, um, you know, when it comes to like relational love, I think there's a level of communication that needs to take place between the two people, whether it's a parent child relationship or otherwise to say, you know, to verbally say how you feel about someone and Mm. to also hear how they feel about you. And like we said in the definition, it's beyond how you feel. It's what you believe. It's what you do. And it's how you think as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's good. All right. Um, do you have any advice or key takeaways uh, for someone who struggles with practicing or showing, exhibiting love? Start, I've said this before, start with your creator relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's a shift in mindset. And we'll talk about this on our, our season finale when we get to the letter M around seeing the divinity in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we know that we're commanded to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and we work on that relationship with God, which takes time, um, and we begin to develop, you know, those feelings and redefine what love looks like and, you know, peel back some of the, um, all the trappings of, you know, affection and romance and really understand what genuine love looks like in that sort of divine way. Um, then I think the next step would be to see ourselves as divine and to know that we were created in God's image um, and begin to practice love in those authentic ways with ourselves. And I think it's just the very last thing is to think about how to practice love with others because when we have challenges relationally, we can always trace it back to what we think of and how we treat ourselves. Yeah. Um, And sometimes it's hard to start with self-love because maybe that's not something that was poured into us or showed to us or taught to us. So starting with that creator relationship really gives us um, a foundation. There is nothing that you could do to separate you from the love of God. Mm -hmm. So when you think about what that really means, like even Tennille just saying on this episode, okay, wait a minute. Now let me think about this. Let me think about Mm -hmm. what it really means to to love in that way, it takes a redefining of what love is first before we can practice it. So 
um, tapping in on that spiritual level is a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important to remember that hierarchy and you have, you know, communicated and shared with the community a lot about love God, love yourself, love others. Um, and I, I do think that that order gets, um, you know, we get it messed up. Yeah, what Keisha Cole mother said? Was that Keisha Cole mother who said that? Or somebody else's mother who was like, in that order? Oh, in that, was that, I think that was, I, um, Or that was somebody from Love and Basketball or something. I don't know. I don't in know. that order, yeah. It, oh, this I was about to go on a tangent. Anyway, um, <laughs> they're, doing, they're doing a Lifetime movie on Keisha Cole. And, and I she love got it. her gap. She put her gap back she in. Her, for the, she put her gap back in. Is she and, playing herself? I, I was confused. She's playing herself. And so the lady oh. who is playing Frankie... If y'all are General Hospital, no, all my children and General Hospital fans, like when you're, you know, your grandparents had you watching TV, watching soap operas. Angie, I forget the lady's oh, real I name. Love that woman. Yeah, so she's actually playing that's Frankie. A good, that's a good and she pit. looks like she kind of looks, looks like, like her. I yeah. said, nephew, I met Frankie. That's a good, yeah. that's a good casting. Yeah, so I was excited about that. Uh, we digress, but <laughs> <laughs> it is important for us to just keep that hierarchy at the forefront of our minds. Um, because mm-hmm. I think we norm, we sometimes and at different points in our lives, we can get it mixed up. Like love, we can always keep love God first. Right. But mm-hmm. it, then we go to love others and then love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Last. We get the, le- we get the leftovers and the drip drabs and that yeah. is not how we um, should be operating, you know? So and even in the love God first, you know, God loves us unconditionally, but we don't love God unconditionally. So I think we got to look at the model. Like if we are created in God's image, then our behavior should also be modeled after God's behavior. Our heart should be modeled after God's heart. So if God is able to forgive unconditionally and love unconditionally, and we know that that's not necessarily our our nature, our first mind, that gives us an aspiration to constantly go back to even how we treat God. And I think we've talked here, especially in the faith episode about, you know, being angry with God and not wanting to love or worship or praise or honor Mm -hmm. or revere God, um, the spirit, however you want to look at it, you know, for being all, all wonderful and all powerful and all loving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it also takes a reality check for us to kind of strip away our desires and really focus on what is the true definition of love. Yeah. And I would say I, I'm going to go back to another word that we focused on a few episodes back and that's healing. Mm-hmm. Um, these are, to me, they're, these are very interconnected, right? So just knowing how life is, we're adults now and life be lifing. There are going to be some times when your faith in love, your hope in love and for love, um, the way that you show and demonstrate your love, it can falter just because of things that have happened to you in life, right? But healing is an is an important component to get back to that foundation when things start to get a little shaky for you in your life, whether it's, you know, a, a bad relationship with a family member or a, you know, relationship gone wrong, whatever it is, you know, there will be times in life because it's life that things will get shaky, but Come back to center, take your time, heal, and then 
um, you know, well, you can go back from there. And I think one of the things you mentioned when you were reading from the passage is love with your whole self. Mm-hmm. And so healing requires wholeness requires you to heal mm-hmm. in those times in your life where things have happened that caused you to be a little bit broken. Yeah. Or a lot of bit broken. Yeah. There's, true. I mean, there's times when things are shaky and there's times when things are devastating. That's yeah. And, yes, and, yes. and scary and terrible and feel evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times where things can get real, real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like, what's the alternative? That's what I say to myself. Mm-hmm. Like if I choose not to continue to be, on a path that I am guided by love and hope and healing. Mm-hmm. Then, then what? What's the point? Why there am I? He- no. Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, for me, there is no other choice. Mm-hmm. That the yeah. the difficult times are going to come. The love is yeah. the love and the faith and the hope are not going to keep me from going through challenging times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but God willing, they're going to help me through them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I also wanted to mention around wholeness is that wholeness is not perfect. It's not without cracks. Like I think, you know, when you think of something being whole, you think of one piece. Mm -hmm. But I think for our own complex being, Mm -hmm. the, the wholeness comes from all of those pieces like mending themselves back together. And Mm -hmm. there still might be like slight um, fractures. Mm -hmm kind of in, but, but they've melded together as, as much as possible. So I don't want people to have like this false, um, perception of what Mm -hmm. wholeness is supposed to be when we talk about that word. Yeah. Yeah. It's a standard of, our standard is grace, not perfection, right? Mm -hmm. Like we want to, we want to move into the direction and aspiration of these things, but we know that that is not the natural and that's okay. And that's not just true for one person or a few people. That's true for everyone. Um, So we don't, you know, we reject the standard of perfection, but we're always aspiring to do just a little bit better. Yeah. Yes, for sure. All right. Um, Is there one way that you can apply love in your life in the very near future and how would that be? Yeah, I don't know if I said this earlier in the season, but one thing that I've been wanting to do is get back into um, affirming myself um, verbally. So that's, you know, going to be my sort of love practice. I think that I am, like you said, back to that sort of love God, love others, mm-hmm. um, kind of ping pong and getting lost in the middle of that. Um, cause if we got to cut something out or scale back, it's always going to be us. So my practice is to just get back into just affirming myself audibly, not just thinking good thoughts, yeah. but speaking those things to myself. Like we, like we talked about on the episode with, um, when we came back from the Michelle Obama show and we talked mm-hmm. about the, the, Hey buddy, you know, just, hey buddy. Yeah, hey buddy. <laughs> so just being, being a friend to myself. Yeah. I think for me, as I've been um, reflecting on 2022 and preparing for 2023, um, I want to just pour more love, focus on that love self. Um, And for me, that looks like tapping back into my divine, people always say this, and I'd be like, what is that? Divine, (laughs) do you know what I'm going to say? 
No, it's not like who's. I was gonna say who is people. Oprah, Instagram. So tap, 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 tap in. <laughs> tap into your divine femininity. Oh. So you know we talk about soft living, but I am trying to move into a space of soft loving. So that's like mm. loving on myself, making sure that I am, um, you know, just just tapping into that feminine feminine energy, um, and then that way, I, I do think sometimes in my romantic relationships that I can um, love with limits because I'm not, you know, uh, in a place to just be totally, always totally vulnerable. And I think just tapping back into that divine feminine energy, which is grounded in love, that that will allow me to just open up myself to more of loving God, loving myself and loving others. Can you tell me more about what, like, because we're talking about practical, what Mm -hmm. does tapping back into my divine feminine energy mean, like in layman's terms? Is this I, I was giving a you dab of perfume. Like what? What? What is this? I was giving you manifestation um, language. <laughs> right. Talk. Are we so wearing it, dresses? Is this yeah, soft so curls? Like what's happening? It's like soft curls. It's like wearing <laughs> um, nice pajamas to bed. It's oh. like. Yes, perfume. So when I went to my trip to Europe this year, I bought like a million trillion perfumes. So it's like just smelling good, looking Mm -hmm. good, loving good. You know, continue. I always am here for an experience. So Mm -hmm. I don't don't even have to do all that. But Mm -hmm. just tapping back into my like feminine energy. So is it it luxury? It's not. It's not really. I don't think that's luxury because I I can... um, Huh, what is the word that I want to, it, it's not necessarily like the things have to be expensive mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I don't look at it as luxury. I just think it's like just a different level of, for me, because some people are just innate wired like this, like mm-hmm. they're going to wear silk gowns to bed and I'm not going that far. That but feels you know. like luxury. Does luxury mean expensive? What is luxury oh, I don't mean? Know. I was thinking like Let's luxuriate. Oh, luxuriate. Okay, that's a better. Yeah, well, let, me look, let me Google yeah, luxury. I don't know what the definition. The state of, of great comfort and extravagant living. Oh, so the extravagance were yeah, the expensive. I was going, yeah, I was going to extravagant. And I, just I was want that going first, to great comfort. Yeah, I, I'm. I just want that first part, the great comfort. It Got doesn't have you. to be extravagant, mm-hmm. but I just think you know, tapping back into. Um, you know, things that are gentle and soft will mm-hmm. also just help me open up. Um, more to love because I don't think I'm totally close to it, mm-hmm. but just being, I love you know, that. in a better place to just be like open and free and yeah, and like opposites attract. So yeah. if you're looking for masculine energy, then you would be attracting it by exuding this sort of right. feminine nurturing, nurturing. yes, soft, right? Like because so I had a um, situation. I don't know if this person listens to the podcast. Hopefully oh. not, but. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> I mean, no, whatever. So, um, my natural response, and maybe this goes back to communication, mm-hmm. but the person was like, I feel like how you respond, we always end up in some type of conflict. And then uh-uh. I started like looking at myself, like, am I always leading from a place of defense versus a place of love? Uh-huh. Right. And so it's like on guard, not uh-huh. like, you know, uh-huh. so, um, yeah, anyway. Right. Cause the, 
the sort of antithesis to love, the opposite is fear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when we're defensive, defensive, is there some fear of inadequacy exactly. or something that we are overcompensating for? Or fear of being hurt or fear rejection. of rejection. Whatever the thing is, it's like, oh, you know, why? And, and am I a defensive person in general? Maybe. Are you? I, I think in cer- certain relationships. Oh. Um, I think I can, that's like my first reaction because I am like trying to protect myself mm-hmm. from something. Um, so mm-hmm. even in like relationships with my mom, sometimes I feel like my first response is defensive. Mm-hmm. Because again, she'll tell me like, girl, why did you take that picture and you need to put on your Spanx? And then I'd be like, mind your business. <laughs> sometimes you do have to, you self-defense. <laughs> you do Defend yourself. Taking all the shots. <laughs> but anyway, no, just yeah, I just want to um, you know, start living from a place where I don't my first reaction is not to defend and protect, but to mm. love. Yeah. Wow. Mm. This could be a whole nother episode, but like some people consider love to be synonymous with defending and protecting mm. right like when people talk yes. about loving their children so fiercely or they would, mm-hmm. they would yeah so it's just like i wonder i don't know mm. there's a lot to unpack here this could be a whole maybe we could do a, <laughs> a branch off um after season six maybe we can tap back into some of the ones that need a little more a little more digging because yeah. no that's very true you people do associate loving with defending and protecting mm-hmm. maybe that's for others but that's not always good for yourself for yourself right mm-hmm. exactly so maybe over the next couple of months because you said after the you know well, we'll see and then prote- protect- the protecting and defending are not necessarily synonymous either mm-hmm yeah. Hmm. So, okay. Okay. What else? So we everybody get? reflect on on <laughs> on how you're living and loving, and, yeah, you know. and how you're going to apply your practice, yeah, um, in the very near future. Any closing thoughts before we take it to the throne of grace? I don't have any. I think I I had one thing that I wanted to put in the parking lot, but I mm-hmm. think I just got it out. So I'm okay. good. Good. Um, All right. Well. As we go into this um, holiday season, mm-hmm. we're reflecting on the love of God and yes. the King of Kings that was born away in a manger. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no room for a bed. Um, so, yeah, we're thankful for the love of God. Yes. And I think when we think about all of the celebration and joy around the season, just thinking of the source of that joy and the source of that love and um, even defining what love is. You know, we know that that God is love. And so if we are God-like, we should strive to not just do love, but to be love. Yes. Um, Hold on before you, because I just thought of something. Yeah. It's like, I want to love with a soft heart versus a hard heart. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where it goes back into tapping into that feminine energy just to become more soft. What's a hard heart? That's the walls. That's the walls. That's yeah. the like, you know, your your brokenness manifesting. That's the I'm in um protection mode. That yeah, hard, get hard. me again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hard right. versus soft. Okay. Yeah. And there's I mean, there's value in wisdom and discernment and learning from past experiences. Um 
and not repeating the same mistakes and not allowing certain things to happen over and over. But, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the throne for real now. All right. Closing prayer. Here's our passage. Let all that you do be done in love. Let all that you do be done in love. First Corinthians 16, 14. Here's our prayer. God, thank you for your deep love and affection. Thank you for commanding us to love ourselves like you love us. Thank you for modeling for us what genuine love looks like. Help me to love like you. Help me to know my whole self and to love with my entire being. Allow me to practice that love daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm looking back over the words of my own prayer. This is good. Help me to know my whole self. Mm, like and we talk goes, about loving with your host, loving with your whole self. You know, there are parts of you that you're not even tapped into. And that's why I'm trying to tap into my feminine energy. Period. <laughs> All right. Here's our practice for the week, y'all. This week, I will practice loving God with my feelings, my emotions, my thoughts, and my actions. I will commit to then extending that love to myself and to others. And with that, we love you. you. We love you. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social, L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.